Hey, good evening, everybody, and welcome to this Wrestling UK information webinar. Uh, we are delighted to be joined this evening by uh, Bavini Makwana. Uh, Bavini is a great friend of Wrestling UK, um, having been a volunteer for a number of our services over, over the last few years, and is currently one of our ambassadors. Um, Bavini is uh, possibly well known to a number of people in the silo sector, particularly if you're in the London area. Um, so whilst this evening's presentation is taking place, we will be collecting your questions. Um, so if you'd like to ask a question uh, of Bavini, um, please type them in the Q&A section um, on the screens. Um, so these questions will be um, asked, on, by, asked on your behalf um, by Paula McGrath, who is sitting and waiting in the wings. Um, so you can ask your questions if you're using a tablet device under reactions, you'll find the Q&A section, otherwise it's at the bottom of your screens. Um, so we will endeavour to answer as many of your questions as we can. Um, however, any questions we're not able to get to today will be followed up over the next couple of weeks. Um, so I'm really looking forward to learning how I can kind of do some blending and things on my makeup. Um, so thank you again for joining us. Um, and without further ado, I'm delighted to introduce to you, Vini. Thank you, Matt. <clears throat> Good evening, everyone. And thank you for joining um, this evening's webinar. Um, and before I start, I do want to point out that I'm not a makeup artist. I'm not a professional. I just love makeup. I just enjoy applying makeup. And I have been doing so for a number of years. So it's just things that I've um, picked up along the way, how I've had to adapt as my site has deteriorated using the various products. So I'm, I'm just sort of sharing my tips and experiences that I've learned um, by trial and error, so to speak, along the years. So um, <clears throat> good evening and thank you, uh, Matt, for that introduction. And for those that don't know me, yes, um, I've been volunteering with Retina UK for a number of years. Um, I'm currently uh, the ambassador and um, chair of their London peer group meetings. Um, so, yeah, let's get started. So um, makeup, well, before makeup, it's really your base, your um, skincare routine. And it's really about preparing your skin. Um, first of all, cleansing, toning, moisturizing, and not many people may do that. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I must admit, I don't think I started until I was in my early 30s. I didn't start using cleansing or moisturizer. It was just moisturizers before that. Um, <clears throat> and knowing what kind of cleansing that you like, it, you know, you get so many different types, whether they're cream based, um, whether they're oil based, um, whether they're fragrant. So it really does depend on what you prefer. And you could just try all the cheaper brands first. It, you know, we hear so much that the expensive brands are so much better, but not really. You know, just try what you like. You can go to Super Drugs Boots or um, any of your local supermarkets. You can, you can buy cleansers from there. So it's really what suits you. And that really helps prepare the skin. Um, you hear all the time by professionals that cleansing twice a day, morning and nights, but I generally just do it in the mornings. Um, so you tone, cleanse tone, apply a bit of moisturizer, and that's your kind of skincare prep. Um, <clears throat> the next step really is to, to really plan and prepare your makeup routine. Um, and I guess it starts with your skin tone. Um, what kind of your skin type you have? Is it oily, dry? Because you may pick up 
any brand, you, you may pick up any um, foundation, for example. But if it's not suited to your skin, you may find that it doesn't really work. It doesn't last long. So I guess the first step is knowing what your skin type is and your skin tone. And you, some people know because, you know, it could be dry. It could be oily, but it could be dry and oily. So what I when I was choosing my foundation for the first time professionally, um, I just walked into a department store and spoke to um, a number of stands. So um, sadly, Debenhams doesn't exist anymore, but I used to love it because you used to get so many brands in one place and just have a chat with them. Say, look, I'm looking for a new foundation. And could you help me decide which one the best type is? Because even with foundation, it really does depend on your skin tone and your skin color. Um, I didn't really know this until I started uh, speaking to um, professionals. So, you know, your, your skin could be yellow based or pink based or different colors. So your foundation is um, sought out for that choice. Um, so your foundation, you know, so I did go to different stands and just got a bit of advice, um, just just tips on, you know, they do half your face and they can still do that for you. They can uh, apply the foundation on half of your face and it's for them to see what without it, how it looks. Um, as, and, they, and they can choose the best foundation for you. And if you let them know that you want full coverage, you want medium coverage, do you want it to last all day? They'll ask you loads of questions on um, what kind of foundation you're looking for, basically. And they'll help you choose the best foundation for you. Now, it also de it depends on the application. So before, I, I, I didn't mind a bottle where you can just pour it into your hand. And I used to love applying it with my fingertips. And then I used to hate that because I couldn't see how much I was pouring. And I ended up wasting quite a lot. So when I had to purchase the same foundation, but several years later, they stopped doing um, the squeezy bottle. Um, and it was just a pouring bottle. And I asked them if I if there was a pump or you know, was there a, a better way that I can actually make advantage and usage of my foundation without wasting it. So yes, they can give you a pump. And they wanted to charge me five pounds extra for a pump. So I had to explain, look, it's not like a precious thing or it's not something that I prefer. It's, it's for me, for my accessibility needs, that I don't really want to waste and pour too much and having to try and pour it back and all that kind of things. So, if, you know, they do understand. So if you explain to them, they will give you pumps. If you find that you're, you've got something that's not that accessible to you, just explain and they can try and help you. So that's how I chose the foundation that's best for me um, by speaking to different uh, brands and getting them to sort of help me choose and apply it onto my skin. Now, again, as my sights deteriorated, um, looking into a mirror and applying the makeup, it, it, that doesn't work for me anymore. So my sights deteriorated to a level where I can't even see my face anymore. I don't know what I look like. Um, I think the re the way I remember myself, I think is from about 10, 11 years ago when I could see myself in the mirror, when I could see other people. So I may look completely different to my uh, image in my mind, <clears throat> but um, now I've started using a sponge. So why I've started using a sponge to apply my foundation is, so I know that I've covered all parts of my face before using my fingertips. 
I could see in the mirror and I could tell where I needed to apply, where, where it didn't need that much or where I needed to use a bit more. Now I use a sponge so I know evenly across my face I've applied the foundation equally. Um, so that's foundation. I'm happy to answer any questions at the end. I just thought I'd cover basic things in the presentation and then answer any questions people may have. Um, if I'm going out to a wedding or if I'm going to a function that's non-work or shopping or anything, somewhere like somewhere special that I need my makeup to last all day, I do use a primer. And that's basically just to apply after the moisturizer, but before your foundation. It just helps it set um, on your face and your makeup lasts a bit longer. And it's just a, a, a base where your foundation doesn't really come off that easily if you, you know, if you're gone partying and if you're going to sweat a little bit. So it just lasts a little bit longer. So primer, then foundation. And even with a foundation, you may prefer a mineral based. You may find easier like a liquid based foundation. So, it, you know, just play around with, you know, go to different stores and ask them to see if you can just test a few different variations out and what you prefer in terms of the way it feels on your face, the way you need to apply it, depending on how much sight um, you have. Um, so then comes the powder. And again, um, I get the stands, the ladies at the counters to help me choose which powder is best for me. I don't really like something too dry. That's going to make my skin too dry. Um, so I just use a powder base and apply it with a brush. Um, again, you can get different types of powders. So again, you can explain and they will actually give you advice on what's best for you and your skin type and how long you want to wear it for. Um, then um, it comes to the eyes. So eyes, I sometimes if I'm going to use it for long day wear, I do actually do my eyes first and then apply the foundation and then powder. Um, if I'm just going to work or just general use, then I just quickly just do foundation powder and then eyes. Um, so eyeshadow, um, eyeshadow, I have a, a big palette with all these different types of colors. Um, and I'll come back to that shortly. Um, but I have smaller palettes, just cream based palettes. So I know like just with four colors and I know, um, where the colors are situated because I've memorized them. Um, somebody had to tell me first and now I know uh, from dark to light, um, you know, different shades of bronze, gold, white, cream. And I just apply it with my fingers. I don't do it with my brush anymore. I used to use a brush when I could see um, and I could blend it and um, apply the um, eyeshadow. So generally you start from the crease of your eye, the corner of your eye and move along I'm just sort of showing on the screen for those that may be able to see. Generally, the darker color goes, um, the lighter color goes in the corner, the darker on the outside, and in the middle, I just used to try and blend it. Um, and that's when I could see. Now I use my fingertips um, just so I can feel that I've got it on my finger and I could feel it going onto my eyelids. But that's again when I'm <clears throat> not going anywhere like a party or a wedding or anything like that that's just somewhere where I just want to put eyeshadow on I don't normally wear eyeshadow day on a daily basis um I do have a very very lovely husband who um does my eye makeup for me uh, when we are going to weddings when we are going uh somewhere where I do need it to last the whole day um, he's actually watched YouTube um, videos on how to um, 
do uh, different kind of blending, uh, different kind of, um, I forget the word that I'm looking for now, but when you want, you know, a bit more um, coverage on your eye, when you want it to create shadows and things like that. So he's actually watched uh, YouTube channels and one of my cousins is a makeup artist uh, who <clears throat> he often, when we get together, ask tips. So uh, that kind of helps. So I do get a bit of help when and when I do want to go um, out to a function. Um, so he does help me with my eyeshadow. Um, using an eyeliner. So again, eyeliner, I used to use an eyeliner pencil. Uh, but then I used to find that when it became blunt and you need to sharpen it, sometimes and maybe that's just me, I wasn't sharpening it properly. Sometimes you get the sharp bit and it became scratchy feeling on my eyes and I just didn't like it anymore. So then I moved to um, liquid eyeliner. Uh, and that was fantastic uh, because you could feel it going onto your eyelid. And I used to uh, find that easier then. But again, when, uh, you know, with RP, your sight deteriorates. So when it deteriorated more, and I couldn't, you know, see properly in the mirror. Um, I used to end up looking as if I've got a black eye. So I never used to use a liquid eyeliner again. So then I moved to, um, I'm hoping, I hope it's okay to make uh, mention brands. So a Bobby Brown do this pot where you can dip a brush and it's like a fiber tip brush. And it's the right thickness of, um, it gives you a medium thickness of um, eyeliner on your eyelids. So you dip it into the pot and then you just follow. I used to hold my eyelashes down and just follow um, my eyelid where the eyeliner should go. And that way I knew that I wasn't going to over, um, to above or anything. And it just felt really comfortable and easy to do. So I still do use that, a mixture of Bobbi Brown pot and the fiber tip pen. But also I, I also use um, a gel eyeliner. So again, it's a little bit more comfortable than a liquid. Um, the gel is much, much easier um, than a liquid I find, which again, you can just use your um, fingertips to hold your eyelashes down. So I know exactly um, above my eye where my nails finish. That's where I need to do it. And you could follow the eye line with the, the gel brush as well. And I find that it's got the right thickness as well. And you can get different um, brushes, brush heads. So, you know, if you want it really thin, that's the one you get. If you want it a bit thicker, then you can get the bigger thickness um, brush. So that's how I do eyeliner. And sometimes I do used to check it out um, using Be My Eyes. So if I was home alone and I had to go somewhere and there was no one around like family wise or none of my sisters I could FaceTime. I have used Be My Eyes in the past. And it's um, quite, um, you know, when you when you end, when you you end get paired up with a male and you ask them that you want your makeup to be checked or um, or sometimes, like, you know, before I, I, I started using bump-ons, like before I even knew what bump-ons were, just to identify um, similar products that I had, the different shape, but I wasn't sure of the color. Um, so I used to just place a bump on, on a, a black eyeliner and then the brown one uh, uncovered. So I know which one was which. Um, I have used Be My Eyes and um, they've actually been really helpful and really supportive. E even the males, like, you know, the females love it. They give you tips, but the males actually, you know, just choosing the color. And uh, if you explain to them <laughs> about the eyeliner, like just to make sure I've got no black blotches or, um, you know, I don't look as if I've just had a, a punch to the eye. 
so I have used Be My Eyes or FaceTiming um, family or friends just to just to give it a once over before I leave the house. Um, <clears throat> I mentioned um, bump on, so I'll just touch on the various ways I've I've kind of adapted my makeup bag. So if I do have products that um, are similar shape or are the same products, but they're different colors. I have used bonbons. Um, I have used a rubber band. So for example, my lipstick and my lip liners, um, I've paired them up. Um, it, it can get a little bit expensive because sometimes you know one lip liner could go with a couple of lipsticks. So I try and um, keep them nearby or together, but generally I do, I just put them um, in a rubber band so I know that um, my red lipstick again with my red lip liner is together pinks together browns together and, and so forth so um, and I did use a mirror that lit up around the edges which help and you can get mirrors that magnify as well um, so I have gone through different stages of what's worked for me and now where I don't see my face at all I you know I don't use anything I just I just use my fingers and my sponges and trust that I look okay <laughs> you know I just apply it because I think once you use makeup and you have been doing so for a number of years I think you get to um, grips with um, what feels right what doesn't you get used to applying various uh, products on your face and you know, for parties, for nighttime, smoky eyes, that's the word I was looking for before, like, um, he's learned how to do smoky eyes, um, I don't think I would ever attempt that, um, you know, you can use glitter eyeliner, just to give you a bit of oomph, and a little bit of, like, you know, if, you, if you're a bit scared to try new things, you're not sure how it looks on you, just, you, sometimes I just put some glitter eyeshadow on, um, or a glitter eyeliner, just do, um, have a different look you know uh, instead of having the same look all the time so depending on if it's an evening do or if it's just um going out for lunch with friends depending on what it is you can just do you know just jazz your makeup up as you would jazz an outfit up with jewelry and accessories just you can jazz your makeup up by um just having a little bit of sparkle to your eyes and it's good for you know Christmas is coming up we've just had Diwali so if you are going out uh, meeting friends or going out for dinner or going to parties and stuff um glitter makeup uh, is really good um so with lipstick and lip liners again you get different types of um lipstick so you can get like really matte finishes you can get glossy finishes and I found that I don't really like glossy too much um, I use dry dry matte but it depends you know it depends on your preference you know again you can try different things out what what you like um, they say and I just find it too long but they do say that applying lipstick with a brush lasts longer and it's much better um, and then you just blot your lips with a tissue and that's for long lasting wear um, but again, I just apply it because I, you know, you know the shape of your lips, it is just easier and you follow your, sorry for those that can see the screen, I'm just demonstrating with my finger, your lip liner, I just follow the edge of my, I've got really small thin lips, so I do apply lip liner just to try and, um, I just apply it against the edge of my um, lips, go, you know, just follow my lip shape, 
and they just tied it in the corners because sometimes it can just go a little bit over and just tied it with the tissue or your fingertips. Um, and that's how I um, do my lipstick and lip liner. And the last thing I do is um, apply concealer. So again, um, concealers goes with your foundation. So I did get advice uh, from the makeup counter on which kind of um, color um, suits my um, face and um, against the foundation and powder that I'm using. So the concealer just goes, um, well, for me, I put it underneath my eyes because of um, the thing is, I don't even know if I've got dark circles, but I, I, I assume because I'm in my early 40s, I may have, I need to check. I just apply it underneath my eyes just to make sure that I haven't got any um, darkness around my, um, from the applying the mascara and um, um, the eyeliner. Now I do sometimes apply, I, I, I apply eyeliner at the top of my eyelid, but you can um, apply it in your inner line. I rarely do that. <clears throat> I only do that when, um, again, I, I'm going to weddings or um, reception parties and things like that. And that I do use my um, powder-based um, or my, not powder-based, sorry, pencil eyeliner or my, um, sorry, not pencil, sorry, my Bobbi Brown or my gel liner for that, but mainly my Bobbi Brown because it's not wet, it's kind of dry finishing. So I do just it follow my eyeline at the bottom and that applies it. Um, and the final thing that I do do is my blusher. Now, again, I used to use a palette um, and just apply blusher with a brush. Um, and you know, you can do contouring, um, which again, I used to do with a powder brush. I can't do that anymore. Um, I, I, you know, I wouldn't, I haven't got a powder brush anymore. I came across this product from Benefit which is basically a tube, a flat tube, and it's got three kind of um, setting, well, not setting, three different colors in a line. And basically you apply it as if you were smiling as, as you would apply a normal brush and you just roll it onto your cheeks, on your cheekbone when you're smiling. And it already has the highlighter, the blush and the contouring already set. So you just have to roll it. And I love it. it it's the best thing I ever came across. Sadly, they stopped making them. So when I heard that they were um, stopping them, I, I purchased a lot of them. I purchased about five or six. So they're still going a number of years later. They're still going. But, I'm, you know, soon I will have to find something that works to replace that when I can't buy any more of those products. But um, that is a benefit product. And if anyone does happen to find them, then please let me know. <laughs> um, you can apply then um, finish setting spray. And again, I only do that when I'm going to a wedding or reception. It's not an everyday thing I do. And it's just a spray. You just spray across, close your eyes and just spray on your face. And it just makes your, um, like you would hairspray, it just makes your uh, makeup last and stay um, in place. And that's kind of like the routine that I do. Um, I, I'm happy to share any questions anyone may have, uh, answer any questions anyone may have, but um, yeah, I hope that's been useful. I, I, you know, it's just my experience that I've um, learned and adapted uh, as my sites deteriorated. So um, yeah, thank you and I hope that's been useful. Thank you, Bavini. Um, I've certainly learned a lot and I'm sure other people will have done as well. You always look absolutely immaculate. So um, you obviously know what you're doing. You're the right person to be giving us some advice this evening. Um, I've got a couple of questions um, for you. Um, so 
I've got one here that somebody says, um, I've always taken a pride in my appearance and I'm worried that I won't be able to maintain that as my sight deteriorates. Um, have you got any thoughts or advice to share? Yeah, and exactly like you. Um, I don't know if I got to that stage where I was worried, but yes, I did. And that's how I think I once I'm comfortable and confident in applying the makeup that I'm doing now, I think I rarely change. Um, I've only had to change as my sight's deteriorated, um, as I've mentioned. So I stick to the routine that I have because I know that works and I know I can, I'm comfortable with doing that. Um, but again, I, I don't, I only see light and dark now. Uh, my sight's deteriorated over the years and I don't even know what I look like anymore. But I still love putting makeup on. People always say to me, why do you put makeup on? It's because it makes me feel nice, makes me feel good. And um, even though I don't know what it looks like, um, I, I still feel that I've got it on. And um, I think going into the stores and getting the advice, sitting down with them, letting them tell you um, what products may be easier to apply because they're the experts. They, they know the latest and the different products. And um, it's only when they tell you you may not, well, I don't even know half the time all these products are out there. It's only when I go and speak to them. So it's all about trial and error. And if you explain to them that, you know, we have sight loss and, you know, I'm looking for something that I can apply myself at home, they'll be more than happy. And I've found in all of my experience, I've never had a bad experience. I've always found they're so willing to help you find the right product, help you apply it, give you tips. So I'd really recommend that if you can go into a department store or any makeup store, and just book some time with them. Uh, I've generally never booked, uh, so you can walk in. You may sometimes have to wait, um, but I would definitely recommend that. Thank you, Babini. So great advice. Don't be afraid to go in and ask, and people will want will want to um, to help you. So I've got another one here, um, Bavini. Um, just to say, actually, it would be if anybody's got anything they'd like to pop in as a question that's more sort of their own tips or advice, then of course we're very happy to share other people's um, experiences this evening as well. So do pop those in the q and I've got one here, Bavini, which is, um, have you ever thought about um, having your makeup tattooed or do you have any knowledge or experience of that? Yeah, um, actually, a lot of people have said that to me because you can get your eyebrows done, microbladed. I, I know you can get your eyeliner tattooed and get semi-permanent makeup done. But I don't want to look the same all the time, you know, like uh, being Asian, being Indian, wearing different outfits. You want different looks. And I don't think being Asian actually comes into it. You know, you might have um, different events, um, daytime, nighttime looks. And um, yeah, I don't think I'd that's the only reason I've never go for that is because I don't want to look the same all the time. Thank you. Um, another question. Um, have you got any tips or advice for young people starting out with makeup who have had sight loss from a young age and don't have the sighted experience of applying makeup? Um, yeah, I, I guess if you're starting out, um, I think that's the same like you know go into the stores and help find what works with you. if you've got friends um if you've got siblings or anyone that can just sort of give you um like um suggestions on what looks nice on you if you apply something maybe shared if you know just test things out and get their opinion on on how it feels um 
how it looks and things like how it feels for you applying your makeup on um but i'd say start off with one thing at a time uh you know if it's eyes you're interested in applying eyeliner you know test out a few products and um again go into the stores you know that they'll they'll definitely help you know they'll definitely love to help and um you know if you're on TikTok or Instagram, you know, follow a few makeup artists because they're always sharing tips as well. Um, I'm not really good at Instagram, so I don't really do that. But most of the artists are on Instagram, um, maybe on TikTok as well, actually. I don't use TikTok at all, but, you know, follow a few people and they're always sharing tips or for Halloween, how to do certain Halloween um, eyes or Christmas coming up. Um, so if you if there's particular people that you're interested in, just follow them because they always share and they also share sometimes like routines on how to get the look that they've just created as well. So you can pick up tips from artists by following them. Thank you. Um, quite a specific question here, Vivini. What is the best way to apply mascara? Yes, actually, I was meant to share that. <laughs> So what I, I want to, for those that can see, but I'm going to talk through it as well. <clears throat> I've got um, my finger out, pretending it's a, a mascara brush. And I did used to use the normal standard side mascaras, but recently I've been using the smaller ones. So they're, they're, they're approximately the size of your little finger, or maybe slightly bigger. And I've actually found that a little bit easier because what I, I do is I hold out the mascara brush in front of my eyes slowly bring it closer to my eyes until I can feel my eyelash on it and then use it that way. Um, that's to avoid the brush going on my cheek or anywhere else and just creating additional black marks that I don't need on my face. So that's how I found it easier. And using the smaller brush means you're not hovering the larger brush around with the smaller brush, you've got more tighter grip on it and it's you know it's small so you can feel your eyelashes much more easier. And you can use a mascara curler brush if you want. Oh, no, sorry, not brush, mascara curler if you want, um, just to guarantee that it has applied and curled your eyelashes. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Do you think you can tell? Do you think you can tell by touch that you've covered your whole face, or does it get easier, or do you always have to ask someone to check? So that's why I've started using a sponge now. Um, I did used to just apply it with my fingertips and possibly then um, I probably didn't cover my face as much. It could, could I, I could have missed some areas out. With a sponge, I've actually got complimented now. Um, and, and people think I've just started wearing makeup because I guess I'm doing my coverage a bit more um, better than I used to. So using a sponge has definitely helped. I use um, my foundation, it's a squeezy bottle. So I just squeeze a little bit onto the palm of my other hand. And with my fingertips, I just apply an even amount all over my face. And then with a, with a sponge, I'll just go in and just make sure I've covered the whole of my face and my neck as well. Because I think people say your neck is a little bit darker than it, it, it creates shadows and stuff. So it's just things I've learned over the way. So on your neck as well, a bit of foundation and powder. And <laughs> um, how do you do eyebrows? I don't do my eyebrows. <laughs> so I do thread them. I do get them threaded. But in terms of, um, I've been to a few salons where they've made my eyebrows really, really thin. So sometimes if I am going to weddings, I just, um, I went to this um, event, a salon event, and I picked up this sort of eyebrow palette. 
And it's basically a template that you put, put over your eyebrow and just color it in. Um, so I, I do that sometimes when I, I do have to go to weddings and stuff or when they've just made my eyebrows are just way too thin for my liking. Um, so I do sometimes. So it's basically it's a template where you just put over your eyes and either with your fingertips or it does come with a thin brush and you just sort of put apply powder. But I know people do use eyeliner, a mascara brush just to give it that fullness, a bit of thickness, a bit of darkness. So there's various options on whatever you prefer. Thank you. Um, Gavini, just thought it might be worth picking up on something that you mentioned earlier, um, and that was Be My Eyes. Um, just in case anybody isn't familiar with Be My Eyes, um, would you just like to explain a bit more about that app and how it works and how you've used it? Sure, yeah. So Be My Eyes is an app where once you've registered, um, you're in an app where there's um, sighted volunteers um, there's sighted volunteers around the whole world. I think there's about 2 million volunteers on there. And you get paired up with one of them. Um, so you, you basically log into the app and you'll, um, you, you get paired up with a volunteer. And it's like FaceTime. It's like you're on a video call with them. And basically, I used to use it um, home alone and I've dropped something on the floor and I've gone onto my hands and knees and I'm still there half an hour later and I just can't find it with a young toddler you're scared that they're going to pick it up put it into their mouths and stuff like that so I have had uh, I've used be my eyes for various things just locating things reading things but and I have used it to check my makeup or just to read I've got the right color and things like that and it's really good because you never know who you're going to get paired up with it could be anywhere in the world and they're really friendly they're they're really nice bunch of people um so it's just an app where you get paired up to a sighted volunteer and you can ask them to help you uh with almost anything and it's be be my eyes yes um, just going back to the question that we had around um, mascara, where do you get the small mascara brush? So this particular one um, is Estee Lauder. But I guess when you go into, say, Superdrug or Boots, when they've got all those stands of makeup brands, you can just check if other brands are doing it. I, I mean, this is nearly running out, so I will have to go and get a new one soon. So this just happens to be Estee Lauder because it was in the a present Christmas present uh, a pack that it came in so I, I love it and it's quite small and it's just really handy and really easy to apply um, but I guess other brands also do them I just don't know because I haven't looked yet okay so again something that you could pop into boots or somewhere and, and ask um, yeah. ask for some help yeah. with that yeah. um, we've got a suggestion here um, some shared advice from um, somebody else on the webinar this evening which is that tinting your eyebrows is another tip for colouring your eyebrows, which usually lasts for six to eight weeks. So people may wish to, uh, to, to consider whether that would be right for them. Yeah. Um, something else, so <clears throat> these tips, you know, is it, it's stuff that I've learned over the years, but actually when I used to be home with the young children, um, I'd always have TV on in the background because I didn't like being home alone all day. You know, the kids have gone to sleep. Um, I've always had TV on in the background. And I think what I found useful is QVC. Uh, not to sort of, uh, you know, show any uh, channels or anything. But um, I found that helpful because they, they um, showcase a lot of makeup. And what I loved about it is they used to describe um, the makeup. So before I even had 
the awareness and I guess the confidence as well in asking for help going into a store as someone with sight loss that at that time probably didn't even use a cane and just asking can I get help with makeup um, I used to watch QVC in the background and um, they share kind of how to apply they talk about the colors um, what is good for certain skin types skin colors and things like that and they used to also talk about um, describing how to apply certain um, products so some of it, it has come from QVC just by the way they explained and demonstrated on the models on the, you know, because they're trying to sell their products and demonstrate it. For me, that brought something else to me because the description made a lot of difference. And also um, this morning, you know, sometimes they have makeup experts on there and they're sort of sharing different products and how to apply and things like that. So, um, yeah, uh, those two channels uh, um, programs have kind of really helped as well. Thank you. Um, a comment here, um, again, another suggestion. I've seen some people use tape so they don't get eyeshadow in the wrong place, but I don't know what tape they use. I don't know whether you've come across that, Bavini, or whether anybody else on the webinar um, has got any insight into that. I haven't. No, I haven't. If anyone else has, yeah, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> Please, again, you know, if you if you can help us out with that, then please do pop that in the Q&A. Um, got a question here, which is about preparing. Um, the question is, is, is there anything you would have done earlier? So I guess this is trying to, to think back. Um, okay. Is there anything else that, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Is there anything else you wish you'd done earlier where you had more sight that would have better prepared you? um for the loss of your sight yeah I think maybe doing the eyeshadow a bit actually um because I only I feel as if I'm a late bloomer to everything in my life and um yeah I think eyeshadow just learning the techniques on how to create certain looks um being a little bit more organized in in terms of like now obviously I've had help um in a, you know, the bonbons has really helped organizing my makeup bag, organizing uh, my lipsticks and things like that. Um, that's come after where I've had um, drastic looks. I've gone out looking like um, probably Frankenstein. I don't know. So yes, yeah, <laughs> better preparation in terms of knowing about what was there to help me adapt. And I guess that's when sight loss has deteriorated to a level. Prior to that, I guess, yeah, just practicing a little bit more you know just practicing different looks knowing about very very variety of different products that could have um that suit my skin and things like that but I but I think looking back I don't think I regret anything because now you know there's so much help and support out there uh, and, and products are changing all the time as well so um I don't think it's it's good preparing but I don't think you can pre prepare for everything because it's all always adapt like technology makeup's always adapting <laughs> yes um just something you mentioned earlier Bavini about the fact that your your husband um yeah. helps you with your makeup do you mind yeah. just sharing a little bit maybe about when when you when you asked or whether it was offered and and maybe how to start that conversation, whether it's with a, a, a partner, another family member or a friend. How did you feel about that? And any advice for people about starting that conversation? Yeah, I actually do remember how it started. So I remember we were going out, um, we were getting dressed to go to um, a wedding reception party. And I um, basically 
applied my eyeshadow incorrectly and I'd um, got the wrong palette. Um, they were identical, but they were completely the different shades of colors. And when he looked at me, he goes, oh, you're wearing a yellow and purple sorry. How come you got red eyeshadow on? I'm like, what? And um, basically I had to take all my makeup off on my eyes. And obviously that delayed us and I was getting it wrong. Then obviously stress and you just, you know, I was panicking because um, I still had to get the girls ready. So he goes, what do I need to do? I'll apply it. I'm like, how are you going to apply it? You know, you, don't be silly. And he goes, how hard can it be? I said, look, I'm not, a, I'm not a guinea pig or anything like that. But you know what? He, he um, checked it out on YouTube. He, he got a video up on how to apply eyeshadow. Um, how to blend and there's loads of tutorial videos on YouTube that he found and um, he applied it and everyone felt everyone kept asking me that whole evening did I get my makeup done professionally <laughs> so that was a huge <laughs> confidence um, and then because of that because of the compliments that I was getting obviously that boosted him up so then from then on he he um, actually volunteers that uh, uh, when are you going to do eyeshadow I'll plan my um, getting ready around that <laughs> So that's I think fantastic. He, he secretly enjoys it. Yes, I think he, he must. And, and I'm just um, amazed that he's so attentive that he even noticed that your eye makeup didn't match your outfit. Because I'm not sure my husband um, would ever consider what actually went with what. So um, no, that, that's, that's brilliant. The, the, the questions are coming in thick and fast. So um, we'll try and get through a, a few more of these. Um, we've got a comment here that I've seen can see, can't see on Instagram, use with use tape, which is great too with makeup. Thank you so much, Bavini. You look amazing and this has been so helpful. So that's lovely. Um, and a tip there, can see, can't see. That might be someone that people want to have a look on if you're on Instagram. Thank you, yeah, we will do. Some advice here that you can buy templates to do winged eyeliner. You line them up, then fill the gap with eyeliner. Sounds great. Yeah, it does. Something <laughs> else for people to, to look out for. Um, a very specific question. Do you take your makeup off at night or is it just cleansing in the morning? So, <laughs> Honesty time, Bavini, come on. I'm sighing because I know I should. I should <laughs> take my makeup off. And do you know what? I don't all the time. And it's really, really bad because it's like, you know, um, the effects it can have on your skin. I do take it off when I've got heavy makeup on. Um, so I do just use a wipe um and if it you know your eye makeup really stays you know because you use waterproof mascara and all that thing so I do have to cleanse at night and just moisturize on a day like this um, I'll take my lipstick off and if I've just got basic makeup off then I don't know but I really should don't listen to me you really should take your makeup off <laughs> I think you've just made a whole lot of people feel very much better Vivini, about the fact that you're not perfect and um, you also no, don't always not. take your makeup off <laughs> um a bit more information here on the tape. So yeah, it seems quite a lot of interest around the tape. Um, I think a few people will perhaps go away and, and have a look at that. And um, I've once experienced a makeup artist using tape, and I think it's the white paper tape used around the eyes to avoid eyeshadow not going out of your eye area. So that would make sense, wouldn't it? If you're particularly if you're using a powder, you don't want it to be, you know, sort of popping all over the place under your eyes and so on that's just another thing I've just remembered so yeah exactly when you get that so when you're applying powder or a powder based um product on the brush just tap it a little bit so the excess doesn't actually go all over your face so that's something else um you know it may seem obvious but at the point when I didn't know about it you know I used to get it all over my face so I just tap your brush so you don't get the excess going falling all over your face 
Great tip, thank you. Um, someone here is suggesting that the tape seems to be available on Amazon, Superdrug and other places like Players Accessories. So uh, yeah, it seems if, well, now we know it's out there, um, yeah. we yeah. should be able to find it if we go and have a little look. Yeah. So I think that actually takes us to just check the end of our questions for you, um, Bavini. Is there anything else that you think you would you would like to share with people um, before we we close the session? Um, no, just don't don't be scared. I think that's the main thing, um, and don't be scared of asking as well, um, and and don't be scared to try different things. You know, you won't know what what suits you, what looks nice on you, what feels good on you until you've tried it so if you've got someone um that can help you at home if not then you've got be my eyes or and uh, you know another uh, app that you may wish to use um but yeah just play around with things until you feel confident you feel comfortable that you found the right product for you and it sounds like you know just sort of have some fun with it and and maybe not don't try and do it for the first time just before you're about to go out to a no, wedding no, or a big no. night out yeah. have a quiet evening at home and, and have a play and um, yeah. Yeah, see how you get on absolutely super okay so we are now fast running out of time we've had some um some lovely feedback um from um those on the webinar this evening um the theme that's coming through is it's amazing and thank you so much i think you've really helped boost people's confidence this evening bavini to to go away and and have a go and um I want to see all of these people at the next conference with their makeup on. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we'll see you all at conference looking very, very <laughs> glamorous. And um, yeah, please do keep sharing. You know, you're probably aware Retina UK, we've got lots of um, opportunities for you to have conversations with each other, whether it's at a local group, whether you join one of our online communities. So please do chip in and share this stuff. This is what the community is all about. It's, it's supporting each other to find new ways of doing things. Um, and having some fun as we do it. So, um, Bavini, I'm going to ha hand back to um, Matt now. So, again, thank you so much for the, your time this evening. As I say, you always look amazing. And, um, yeah, we really appreciate you sharing your tips with us. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Bavini, thank you so much. That was uh, very insightful as a, as a man is very in touch with his feminine side. Um, that was, yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. Um, <laughs> I, learned, I learned a huge amount, um, particularly about your husband. So um, that was uh, that was really, really insightful. Um, I'll, uh, maybe I'll go and do my wife's makeup. How about that? <laughs> yeah, let me know how it goes. <laughs> I, will, I will, I will. Um, so yeah, a huge, huge thank you again, Pavini. Um, that was absolutely amazing. And thank you to everybody who's joined us on this webinar this evening. Um, just a little bit of a quick reminder that Retin UK is a registered charity. Uh, we receive no government funding and we rely on all of your wonderful support to raise funds um, for much needed uh, and vital research um, into the groundbreaking uh, medical research um, and also to deliver our services, including things like this webinar this evening. Um, one way that you could um, help support Retin UK at the moment is we have our um, our annual raffle. Um, so raffle tickets have been sent out to, to many people. Um, if you haven't had them or um, you'd like some more, you can either contact our office and they can send some out to you. And for the first time this year, you can actually do the raffle online. So it's, uh, it's only a pound um, for, for each ticket. 
Um, so you can visit our website, which is www.retinaguk.org.uk forward slash raffle. And all proceeds go towards funding our really, really important work. So again, that's retinauk.org.uk forward slash raffle. So we will be sending out a follow-up email over the next couple of days, um, which will have details on how you can re-watch or listen to today's uh, webinar with Bavini. Uh, we'll also be seeking your feedback um, on today's session. Um, we really, really do value that feedback. It helps us to develop um, future webinars and other services. So, Bavini, once again, thank you ever so much for your fantastic presentation this evening. Thank you to everybody who's joined us. And I bid you a good night. Thank you very much.